Good morning. Welcome to all those joining us for the Kutei Halachas, Yoradeya, Chelik Sheni, Hilchas Kibud Avoim, Halacha Dalit, Paragraph Gimel. We dedicate the learning today, Li'ilui Nishmas, Aviva Vas Rabor Chaim, Yaakov Reb Moshe Binyamin, Avrom Tzvi Ben Binyamin Aharoin, Reb Yeshaya Reb Moshe, and and we dedicate the learning for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Basgalia, Tzvi Shalom Ben Rita, Beverly, Ruven Mordechai Ben Chana, Daniel Ben Leah, Dvoira Gila Simcha Baschava, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Nasm Yehuda Ben Tali, Soraleya Baschavaliba, Avigail Brocha Bashir Advoira, Chana Basora, Hillel Ben Brocha Nechama, Hillel Yisroel Ben Sora, Nechem Yisalman Ben Sorafega, Michal Esther Basruhia, David Lei Ben Shena, Shlemenisa Ben Mazla, Avram David Ben Chana, Soragitl Bas Chanariva, Miriam Esther Bas Soragitl, Nisim Ben Rivka, Chaim Arya Ben Brocha, Chaim Ben Rachel, Toiva Bas Chava Perel, Ides Bas Miriam Brindel, Michal Sora Bas Hadassa, Gitaganel Basipoira, Libalea Basipoira, Tuviet Sweben Chayaliza, Avivi Lanabas Yispendel, Sarocha Bas Yispendel, Yehudes Ruchama Bas Chavarus, Sor Yehudes Bas Sora, Gila Bas Brocha, David Bembehia Shendel Baslea, Ayelet Shoshana Bas Chanalea, Liana Golda Bas Chanafega, Yaakov Yeshua Ben Freindel Rechel, Eliezer Ben Malka Sora, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Ami ben Chai ben Yehudes Gila, Besoich Shar Choyle Yisrael. V'seh shekosa belikutei Torah miharizal beparshas vayero. Based on what we've been learning here, we understand what the Arizal writes. Shemitzvahs kibodovoim himachmas sheove veimoi noisnen loylevush shalideze kol avoidosoi. The Arizal explains that the reason why a child is required to respect parents is because the parents are the ones that give the child the garment for the neshama, which is what really helps that person perform all of their mitzvahs and maizim toivim. Muvan shon, and it's clearly expressed over there in the writings of the Arizal, she'avoidas ha'odom al yidei mitzvahs that all of a person's serving Hashem is empowered by the respect that they show for their parents. Hainu Kanal, this fits beautifully with what we learned before. And this is why we find that Torah commands us to show respect for parents and to observe Shabbos. Kulchem, and the Gemara says, Kulchem chayovem bechvoidi, that your father and mother and you are all required to show respect to Hashem. Ki iker kibudov because one of the main reasons for a person to show respect for parents is in order to empower the person to reveal Hashem's kavoy. And therefore, when a parent tells a child to go against the Torah and thereby show disrespect to Hashem, the child definitely is not supposed to listen to the parent. Other Abba, just the opposite. The, the child is fulfilling the mitzvah of respect for parent by not listening to the parent and going against the Torah. Because the main reason behind respect for the parents is to reveal respect for Hashem. So when it's going to contradict respect for Hashem, there we don't we don't listen to the parent. Paragraph Dalid, And now we understand the full statement in the Ten Commandments. Show respect to parents 
so that you'll have long life. Because as we learned earlier, by showing respect for parents, a person is drawing kavod from that hidden statement of creation, Bereshis, Aye, Shenizgale Alide Kibudov, which is revealed. We reveal the light of that first statement of creation by the respect that we show for a parent, Alide Shemegalin Shahoilodo Mishomkanal. Because again, the respect for the parent is based on the fact that the parent gave birth to me. And the giving birth, we explained earlier in the previous year, is connected to that first statement of creation, that hidden statement. Veshom Iker Harichos Yomim. And it's in that first statement of creation, Bereshis, Aye, that's where long life comes from. Kayadua Biksovim, as is explained in the writings of the Arizal and in the Tikkun Zoyar, the Zohar Kodesh asks the question, why is it that in earlier generations, during the time of Odom and the ten generations leading up to Noyach, people lived 500 years, 600 years, 900 years, and later the, the, the life was cut down much shorter? The answer is, the Zohar Kodesh says, the Zohar Kodesh explains that in heaven there are two levels, there's Orechampin, there's that very, very high level, the highest level of Hashem's kindness and greatness, and there's Ze'eranpin. Ze'eranpin means small faces, Orechanpin means large, large faces. Ze'er is small, orech is large. Ze'eranpin refers to Hashem's ordinary kindness. Orechanpin refers to Hashem's much higher level kindness. So the Zohar Kodesh says, those earlier generations, their connection, they were wired to Orechanpin. And therefore they lived these long lives, 500 plus years. Whereas later years, we were no longer connected to that high level, to that orechanpin, to the keser, to the maimar sosum. And because of the fact that this specific mitzvah, kibodov oeim, we said, is, gives us the ability to tap in to that maimar sosum, to that beratious, to that ayeh, that's why this mitzvah gives us long life. Now note, the long life won't necessarily mean that the person will live more than 120 years because Hashem issued a decree that, that there will no longer be people who will not live longer than 120 years. However, it means that the person's life will be long. They'll be able to accomplish a vast amount of accomplishments during their life. Or at least within the 120 years, the person will live to, to a, a long life. Rav Nosenzal now addresses a, a, a question here. You're telling me that these earlier generations, around the time of Adam till Noyach, they lived vast, much longer lives than us. They lived 500, 600, 700, 800 years because they tapped into this highest Kedusha. They connected to this Orechampin, Keser, Maimar Sosun, Bereshis, Aye. Then why is it that in those generations we see that the majority of people were Rishoim, all kinds of Rishoim? And, and as a result, you had the flood, you had the Doer Haflogo. Ach Be'emes Rab Nosen Sal says, but the truth is the exact opposite of what you're thinking. 
you're thinking that because they were plugged into this highest level, they should have naturally been the greatest tzaddikim. Unfortunately, it's the opposite. That they were tapped in, they were connected to such a high level, and therefore, their tests were also very high, very difficult. And unfortunately, they were not able to pass the tests. Because of the fact that they were drawing their life source from Bereshis, Maimar Sosom, the Keser, this highest level, Sheshom Yenikas Haklipois. And we learned earlier that that's also the place where the Klipois draw from. The Klipois cannot, Hashem doesn't allow the Klipois to draw from the lower levels because they would swallow up those lower levels. So they, they draw their Chiyas from this highest place. Alkain his gabru bahem b'yoyser achizas haklipois sheyon kemisham. Therefore, unfortunately, the people who were connected to this highest level and the klipois that were connected to this highest level, unfortunately, the klipois overpowered those people and, and, and caused them to fall. The people that were living during those generations, during the generation of the flood and of Havloga, they should have been searching for Hashem in those places. And had they been searching for Hashem properly, they would have achieved the highest, highest level elevation. However, unfortunately, they did not pass the test. They did not search for Hashem properly. And as a result of that, unfortunately, the powerful Sitrachra that draws its life force from that same place, from that highest statement of creation, was able to attach itself to them. And as a result, they ended up being such terrible Rishoim. Rav Nosenzal writes in a place that we have to believe that during those generations, from the time of Adam Rishoim and all the generations afterwards, in every single generation there was always a tzaddik. And had the people clung to the tzaddik, had they tried to come close to the tzaddik, they wouldn't have fallen, they wouldn't have failed. But unfortunately, because they didn't, because they didn't search for the tzaddik and attach themselves to the tzaddik, and they were drawing their life, from, they were drawing their life source from this highest place, from this Maimar Sosam, from the Keser, and the Klipois also draw from there, unfortunately the Klipois were able to overpower them. question in the chat, what merit enabled those earlier generations to be connected to the highest level, that level of Keser? My answer is, I don't know. This is obviously discussed over there in the Tikkunei Zoyar, at the end of the Tikkunei Zoyar, and in the writings of the Arizal. It's possible that because they were the earliest generations, they were all the way from the beginning, from the beginning of the history of the world, just like the world began with the light coming from the highest, highest place and working its way down, could be because they were part of the earliest generations, they tapped into that highest level light. Now we understand how when the Torah presents that first statement of creation, Bereshis, which is referring to this highest level, this Maimar Sosum, immediately afterwards the Pasuk says, and the world was filled with every kind of darkness. Because all of these different forms of darkness which represent the power of the Klippos, they draw from Bereshis, Maimar Sosom, from that hidden statement. 
Vezehu, and this is why the Pasuk says afterwards, Hashem said, let there be light, and there was light. This is an example of the light being revealed from within the darkness. A revelation of Hashem's honor from a place of the absence of that honor. Because as we said in the previous year, the, the, the shell, the, the peel, always has to come before the fruit. Because they, these forces of the Sitrachra, these Klippos, they draw from that hidden statement. Which is earlier, and it's the first of all the statements. And therefore, as soon as that first statement of creation, that hidden statement of creation was given, as a result of the fact that that first statement was so hidden, so super hidden, the Klippos were able to attach themselves to it. And that's why the world is defined at that time as darkness, every type of darkness. Ach, however, the Pasuk adds, The divine spirit of Hashem. And the Zohar Kodesh says, This refers to the divine spirit of Moshiach, hovers over the waters. The Zohar Kodesh says, which waters? Do Oiraisa. That refers to the Torah. Ki Iker Hizgalus Hakovoid Mitoich Hamaimar Sosum Legare Shachiza Saklipois Ulegalois Lahamshech Kevoida Mimaimar Sosum Mehelam Elagilui because the main revelation of Hashem's Kovoid from within that hidden statement to, to, in order to chase away the Klipois and reveal Hashem's kavod from that hidden statement to take it from hiddenness to revelation. Which is, that's our main mission. The one who will really make this happen in the fullest way is that divine spirit of Moshiach. Shehu oisek tomid legare shaklipois. Moshiach is the one who is always involved in chasing away the klipois. Ulegalois kevoidoi mehahelem elagiloi. And to reveal Hashem's kavoid from a state of hiddenness to a state of revelation. Shezeo bechinas hisgalos ha This is also the concept of revealing the Torah. Shehu iker kevoidoi isporach. The Torah is the, is the book of respect for Hashem. It's the main revelation of respect for Hashem. As the Mishnah says in Turkey, our voice, Ein kovoid ela Torah, that the real kovoid is the Torah. We mentioned in the past again that the way that you show respect for someone is by doing what they want, by fulfilling their will. The Gemara says, The will of a person, that's how you show respect for the person. And the Torah is the safer that defines the will of Hashem. So the Torah is Hashem's kavod. And from the time of the creation of the world, Till now, Moshiach is involved in this, in revealing Hashem's kavoy. Ad sheyigmor bishleimus legalois chodeis barakaroi, until he will succeed completely in revealing Hashem's kavoy properly, v'oz yavoy legaleinu. And then Moshiach will come in the flesh to take us out of exile. Sh'oz yeh iker hisgalos kavoyde b'chol oilam. And when Mashiach comes, that'll be the greatest revelation of Hashem's covet in the world. As it says clearly in the Navi, in Yeshaya chapter 40, Hashem. That's when Hashem's honor will really be revealed. 
ועל כן, על ידי בחינס ורוח אלוהיקים, בחינס רוחי של משיח, שהוא מגלה כבודי יספורך מההלם כנעל, and therefore the Pesach tells us that it's through this רוח אלוהיקים, which is the רוח of משיח, who is the one to reveal Hashem's covet from the hiddenness, על ידי זה ויומר אלוהיקים יהי אוהר. As a result of that, Hashem says, let there be light. And so too Hashem said, let the sky be formed. And so too all the following statements of creation. All of those statements of creation are, are different forms of revealing Hashem's covet from a state of hiddenness to a state of revelation. To take Hashem's kavod from the status of ayeh, ayeh means where is it? Where is it? Meaning it's very hidden. To take it to the level of maloy cholaretz kavodoi, where Hashem's kavod becomes visible throughout the entire world. All of this is accomplished through the Holy Spirit of Moshiach, and this is also our life mission. What we're trying to do, we're trying to reveal Hashem's kavod, and especially from the hiddenness. Paragraph Gimel, and this is what the Gemara says in Megillah, page 6. Asidin bote tartios u bote karkosos sheil medubahem toyro barabim. That there's going to come a time when the theaters and the stadiums are going to become major Torah centers where the Torah is going to be studied publicly. Shenemar, as the Pusik says, venishar gamhu lelokenu. That will, they will also remain for Hashem. Who's the also? Meaning those that today seem to be against Hashem. Those places where they seem to be conducting activities which are going against the Torah, against Hashem, those locations are going to be converted into large shuls and yeshivas. Because the Jewish people are searching and seeking Hashem's kavod always. Afilu begolus. Even when we're in exile, even when we're not in Eretz Yisrael. Bechol Even when we're in the furthest places away from holiness. Bechinas mekoymois hametunofim. Those places that are described as filthy places. Such as their theaters and stadiums where they're drinking and they're fighting and all kinds of non-Torah activities. And as a result of the Jewish people, even when we're in Golos, even when we're among the Goyim, we're searching for Hashem, we're searching for Hashem's Kavod, we're trying to connect to the Torah, to Yiddishkeit. Through that, we eliminate the power of the Klippos. And Hashem's honor is revealed even over there, even in Golos, even in the stadiums, in the theaters. To the point where those locations will be used to teach Torah publicly. Because even those places that are so far from Hashem, Hashem's covet will be revealed over there as a result of the Jews seeking Hashem, searching for Hashem. Exactly, we're seeing the beginnings of these things. We know that the Siyum Hashas, <coughs> the Daf Yoimi, those that learned Daf Yoimi, which was initiated by Reb Meir Shapiro, and, and people are doing it now every seven and a half years or so, completing the entire Shas, thousands of people. In recent years, the crowds that are doing this have become so great 
that they had to rent out stadiums in New York, in other cities, MetLife Stadium, which holds 93,000 seats, was filled with Jews celebrating the Siyam Hashas. And in Eretz Yisrael also, Binyanei Hauma and, and uh, the stadium, the Elio, the, the stadium Elio in Tel Aviv, I forget the, the pre, also all of these stadiums being used to broadcast Torah, to broadcast Kovara Torah. Paragraph Zayin, V'zehu b'chinas ha-kadish sh'oimrim ha-yesoimim al-aviyem ve'imom kol ha-shana. And with this we could also understand the Kaddish, which orphans recite for their parents for that entire first year, v'yacharkach b'yoim ha-yortzayt. And then they continue every following year on the day of the yortzayt. Shehu b'shvil tikun l'nishma sameis. This is in order to achieve a, a rectification, a tikkun for the soul of the parent that passed away. Now, note interestingly, Rav Nosanzal uses the word kol hashana, saying kaddish the entire year. The majority of people say kaddish for 11 months, and it's based on a Gemara, where the Gemara says that Rishoim are judged in Gehenim for 12 months. So in order that we shouldn't, it, it shouldn't seem as if we're labeling a parent a Russia, we stop saying Kaddish at 11 months. This is a custom that many, many people have. However, the Arizal speaks out against this very, very strongly and says, we don't say Kaddish for Rishon, we say Kaddish for everyone. And the entire first year, the, the person that passes away is going through major tikkunim. And the final month, the 12th month, which is the completion of this whole process, if the children stop saying Kaddish then, they're, they're stopping before they get to the finish line, in a sense. And my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld, stressed this to his Talmidim, <clears throat> that the Kaddish should be said for the full 12 months. This is something that's rare. You don't, most people aren't aware of this. Most people don't do it. But here we see Rav Nosanzal says this as a fact. Even though we don't always pasken halacha from likute halachas. But here, just the, the wording that he says, call, he says clear, he could have said 11 months, which he says in other places, he mentions a particular number. V'lechoira ein hadover muvan. Rav Nosanzal says, at first glance, we, I, we don't understand this. Madua bocharu loimar kaddish dafka v'loi shad v'orim Why did our rabbis choose this particular prayer, the kaddish, <coughs> rather than reciting the Ten Commandments or some other dover shabikdusha? Achal pi hanal muvan ktsas. However, based on what we've been learning in this halacha so far, We'll be able to understand it. Ki iker tikun sheyecholen laasos lenishmas hameis who rak alidei bechinas ayei hanal, because the the most powerful tikun that we can accomplish for the soul of this person who passed away is only by connecting to this ayei. Ki aloi hu kvar meis v'holach loy because this person already died. They've left. <coughs> They've gone to the next world. V'shom ein maise shel shum mitzvah. And over there, that person that died can no longer perform any mitzvahs. Ki hayoyim la'asoysam ksiv. Because as the Pesach says, today, now in this world, you can perform mitzvahs. Later, in the future world, you will no longer be able to perform mitzvahs. Ukfima shepoal b'maisov, and according to the actions that a person performed throughout their life in this world, that's going to define the reward that Hashem gives the person in the next world. Because all of it is calculated very precisely. And therefore, what does it help that soul of that person who passed away that now we're doing something on their behalf? Ach iker tikunoi hu alidei bechinas ayehanal. 
However, Rav Zal explains the main tikkun for that neshama comes through this ayeh, shehu bechinas maimar sosun, which is that hidden statement of creation, shehu lemala mehatoira, which is above the standard levels of the Torah. Ki hatoira klulo baseres hadibrois, because the entire Torah is represented by the Ten Commandments, Shehim Bechinas Asorim Amorois, which correspond to the Ten Statements of Creation. Shehim Bechinas Hisgalus Kevoid which is the foundation of the revelation of Hashem's Kovoid. Ki Ein Kovoid El because we said before, the Torah is the Kovoid. U Bechinas Ayeh, Bechinas Bereshis, Shehum Maimar Sosum, Hulemala Meha Torah, Bechinas Shoroshe HaTorah, and this level called Ayeh, which is Bereshis, which is this hidden statement, this is above all the standard levels of the Torah. It's like the source, the foundation, the roots of the Torah. Like you have a tree, and you have the roots of the tree. Vishom nishapech hakoil And when you go up to that highest place, when you go up to the keser, to that maimar sosum, to that barashis, over there, everything becomes good. Kishom hu shoyrish because that's also the source of tshuva, shehu lemala mehatoira vahachachma, which is above toira, above chachma. Tshuva is tapping into the keser. As Rabbi Nezal elaborates on this in chapter 6 in Likut Imran, the famous chapter in Likut Imran, which speaks about the soid kavonas el, tshuva, there Rabbi Nezal in the beginning shows clearly the connection to the keser. Kalpidin ein moyel tshuva, because based on standard law, there should be no such thing as tshuva. A person did a violation, there's a penalty. Everybody knows that. You go to court, you did, you did, a, you, you did something wrong, I, I'm sorry. What is I'm sorry? This violation goes together with this penalty, whether it's a financial penalty, whether it's so many years in jail. As the Yerushalmi points out in Marcus. And this is the famous Pasuk in Tehillim, chapter 119, where it says that there are certain times when we have to do something for Hashem which requires pushing aside the Torah. And this, this Pasuk Rashi points out, so refers to the concept of tshuva. Shebikesh David, that David Amel pleaded with Hashem, sheyoidiyoy Hashem yisporach, ma yasu oisam sheheferu torasecha. In this Pasuk, David Amelech is pleading with Hashem and asking Hashem, what should those people do who heferu torasecha, who pushed aside the Torah, they violated the Torah? Ayin Shom, take a look over there in Rashi. And through Dovr HaMelech's divine inspiration, through his Ruach HaKodesh, in the question, he already, Hashem gave him the answer to his question. Because this posik itself is the tikkun for people who want to be do, do tshuva. Because this pasuk is alluding to the highest, highest level of Torah. Not the standards of levels of Torah, but the Torah of Atik, the Torah of Keser again. As the Zohar Kodesh quotes that pasuk, in the beginning of one of the deepest, deepest shiurim that Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi gave of his whole life. It's called the Idra Rabbah, in Nosoi. Umuvan Bidvorovsal. And Rabbeinazal has a chapter in Likut Imran, chapter 60 in Likut Imran, which is based on that posuk. It's based on that chapter in the Zohar Kodesh. Posach Rabbi Shimon Vaomar. Where the Zohar Kodesh says, Rabbi Shimon opened up and said, he quoted this posuk. Ace Lasso Islashem, 
that there, there's a time when a person has to do something incredible for Hashem, and then we push aside the standard Torah, and we tap into we tap into that highest, highest level of Torah, that Orechampen, that Keser, which is the, uh, the roots of the Torah, Kayodua, as is known in the Sifrei Kabbalah, Vishom Hulamala Mehat Torah. And over there, we're talking about a level that's above the standard Torah. Vishom Iker Hatikun Shilhabalechuva. And it's from there that the Balechuva draw their main Tikun. Vishom Yechilin Lesakin Gam Nishmas Hames. And by tapping into there, you can even correct, rectify the soul of a person who already died. A tzaddik who has the ability, a person who has the ability to tap into that keser, that highest, highest level. And therefore, the truth is, the main tikkun of everything and anything is specifically through the great, great tzaddik, who has the ability to go up there, all the way up there, to that level of Atik, the Keser, the Rachmem Gedoilim, over there, by tapping into there, the tzaddik has the ability to solve any problem. Lahavdil, lahavdil, we give a moshel sometimes. A person has a financial problem and they walk into a bank and they speak to the clerk and the clerk says, I can't help you. You've got to speak to an officer. They go to an officer and the officer says, here's the problem and he says, this is out of my league. You've got to go upstairs. You have to go to the uh, premier banking, to the, high, the, the highest place or you have to go to the chairman of the bank. And over there, you'll be able to get the, the help that you need. I remember hearing a story recently, reading a story recently. There was a Jew who lived in Chicago. We have an opportunity to mention a Jew. I didn't know him, but I heard he did incredible things. A person, the name was Reichenbach, a very, very wealthy philanthropist in Chicago. <coughs> Who, who did a lot of things for tzedakah in Chicago and in other places. And at one point in time, there was a different Jew, a person who lives in New York and Florida and, and other places, a person who provides the food in Uman, uh, Reb Lazer Shiner, who was first starting out in his career and he needed a major loan. He needed a loan from a bank. <clears throat> And he had no credentials at all to be able to get that loan. <clears throat> and he went, into, he went into the bank, and, and somehow he met somebody in the bank, and he mentioned the name of this person, Mr. Reichenbach. And the bank manager called, called up that person, made a phone call to that person, and this person, Mr. Reichenbach, said, <clears throat> I'll underwrite whatever loan you're giving. He wants $10 million, I'm co-signing the loan. And this was literally the beginning, how this person got started off in business and was able to, to achieve financial wealth and to do a lot of good things with it. Rav Nelson Zal continues, And now we'll understand why we say specifically this prayer, the Kaddish, over a person who passed away. Ki Kaddish hu bebechinas aye, maimar sosum kanal. Because this prayer of Kaddish is in a different league. It's way, way up there. In tefillah, that's a tefillah that corresponds to this ayeh, the kes, the maimar sosim. Ki Kaddish hu lemala mikol hakedushos. Because when we're reciting the Kaddish, we're going up, up to a level that's above all standard levels of holiness. Bebechinas, as we say in the Kaddish, Berichu le'elo minkol berchosa v'shirosa. Hashem is blessed. Hashem is above 
all blessings and all praises, that term le'ela, above, above everything, shezeo bechinas aye, maimasasum, that statement is, is, this, is similar to this concept of aye, this hidden statement. V'yalkein shom ikar hatikin shel hames. And it's there, in that place of Aye, Maimar Sosom, Keser, that's where the greatest tikkun for the person who passed away can be achieved. And that's why this is the prayer that we say to bring about a tikkun for a person who passed away. And this is why one of the greatest things that a person can do is to leave behind children who say Kaddish on their behalf, and thereby that affects a tikkun for any and all sins. Rav Nosanzal says, pegomim pshoim, even sins that a person committed deliberately. Even if the person fell into those places of filth as a result of their sins. Because this incredible level of aye is the tikkun for those lowest places. It's brought that the word keser, keser is bigamatria 620, and the word esrim, 20, is bigamatria 620 keser. Why? To show that the light of keser, keser is number one, the top one of the ten spheroids. The light of keser goes down ten floors, and comes back up 10 floors. It's able to reach down all the way to the bottom and come back up. And this is the Kaddish that the children recite. These children who were brought into the world through the process of birth, which we explained in the previous year, is a connection to this ayeh, this keser, the whole union between the husband and wife, between the father and mother. Kimavur Leila, as we explained earlier, Lenin Kibudavim, regarding the whole concept of showing respect for parents. Kigam Bahakadish Mekaimen Mitzvah Kibud Beyoiser, because in reciting the Kaddish, we're, we're showing the great one of the greatest forms of respect. Because this is the greatest respect for a parent that we could do for them. We do this favor for them after they passed away by connecting to this aye, which is the Kaddish. So we, we conclude that through the Kaddish, which the children recite for the parents, by this we're fulfilling this mitzvah of kibud, of showing respect to the parents. And we're also correcting anything that was improper, anything that was imperfect, in the child being born, this child who's reciting Kaddish, where we said that's the location where the Klippos attached themselves to, the whole place of, the whole concept of Tikkanabris and Pigamabris. Bechinas, as we quoted the Pasuk in Tehillim, Hein Choyolti, I was brought into the world with sin. Kalidei HaKaddish, Shuhu Bechinas because through the Kaddish, which is an example of this Ayeh, when a person recites Kaddish, they're turning on that light bulb, that Keser, that Ayeh, that Bereshis, that Maimar Sosun. And by doing that, the person goes up to that highest place. And that's how a person accomplishes the greatest Tikkun for all of this, 
all the, the negativity that we spoke about, all the klipos and the sitrachras that could attach themselves to the whole process of bringing children into the world. V'hovein. Rav Nosan Zal says, understand this, meaning this is a deep concept that Rav Nosan Zal spoke about throughout this halacha. This is on, on, a, on a certain very high level and, and very true, obviously. A question, if a person lived their whole life in a place where there was no Yiddishkeit at all, like in the Soviet Union during communist times, and they weren't connected to religion in any way, they neither went to Mekoy, neither did they go to Mekoyim They didn't do bad things, in quotes, nor did they do any mitzvahs. Is the Kaddish said for them by the child going to help them? The answer is, of course, definitely. Because the fact that there's no religion, there's no visible religion in these places, means that it's mekoymes, It's a place of darkness. It's a form of mekoymay samitunafim, a place where Hashem is not being spoken about, and, and Hashem's covet isn't being revealed, is a place of darkness. That itself is mekoymay samitunafim. The Kaddish is a tikkun for any parent for the worst Russia, for the greatest Sadiq, and, and all levels in between. A question of how does Moshiach accomplish this practically before he's revealed down here on earth? The answer is through all the good things that he's doing now, before being revealed. All the, we, I, I don't know exactly what it is, but it, it, we're being shown here that Moshiach, the Nisham of Moshiach, was around from the time of creation. It's brought that the word Adam, Adam, the first person created by Hashem, the Aleph stands for Adam, the Dalit is David, and the Mem is Moshiach. And the Nisham of Moshiach is, is flourishing and, and going through whatever it's going through now until it's revealed in order to help bring about this process. So again, in the Kaddish, when we hear those words, Le'ela min kol berchosa v'shirosa, this, this makes us realize that the Kaddish is taking us to that place, that incredible, incredible high place, the pla- above all the standard levels of Hashem and of the Torah. We've spoken about this in the past. The, the Dvar Torah that I heard from my Rebbe Rav Rosenfeld from the Zohar Kaddish, where the Zohar Kodesh says, Bonei chaye u mezoinei, lav b'schusa talia milchsa, ele That three of the most important things in life, children, life, and parnasa, are not dependent on merit, but rather they're dependent on mazla. And the Zohar Kodesh says this term mazla refers to this maimar sosun, this keser, the word mazla is bigematria three times yudke vavke, corresponding to those three upper spheroids, keser, chachma, and bina. And we mentioned, the Zohar Kodesh says, that's why you find the psukim that speak about these three things refer to al Hashem. When Chana was davening to have children, it says, vatispalil Chana al Hashem. It should have said, vatispal Chana el Hashem. She davened to Hashem. Al in Hebrew also means above. She davened above Hashem. What, what is above Hashem? Meaning above the standard levels of Rachman. Tapping into that keser, that ayeh, that le'elam in kol berchosa By parnosa, it says, hashleich al Hashem yehovcha. Place your needs above Hashem. V'hu yechalkelecha, and Hashem will support you. And then when it comes to life, by Chizkiyu HaMelech, when Hashem first told him he's going to die because he didn't get married, and then he did tshuva, he did a sincere tshuva, and then it says, Hashem says to Yeshaya Navi, go tell him, Hineni Yosef al I, he is going to add to your life. In Hebrew, the word Yosef does not go together with I. The word Yosef goes together with he. 
So it's thought, Hashem is saying, we're going to draw from that highest place, the Nistar, the Keser, the, the Rachman Gedoilim, the, the Maimar Sosum, to give an addition of life, an additional of years of life to Chizkiyahu HaMelech. Any questions, please? Now it says, Halacha Hei, the fifth question. Question in the chat that Moshiach, all the tikkunim that Moshiach will bring about are dependent on an awakening from below from us. That, that's why it's taking so long, because Hashem is giving us an opportunity to do what we need to do, the Isarusa de Lesato, in order to be worthy, to some degree, to be worthy and deserving of having Moshiach come and put the finishing touch on everything. Halacha Hei, the fifth discussion on the laws of Kibbutz of Aim, was found earlier in Hilcha Shavuos, Halacha Beis, paragraph Ches. And now we move on to a new Halacha, Hilchois Kivoid Rabbi Vitamid Chacham, the laws pertaining to respect for one's rabbi and a Talmud Chacham, even if it's not your Rebbe. The Pasuk says, Mipnei Seva Tokum. Stand up for an older person, and show respect to an elder, and have respect for Hashem. And the Gemara says in Baba Basra, that when the Torah speaks about an older person, it means a person who's at least 70 years old. Rav Nosenzal says, take a look at chapter 60 in Likudim Ran, which we just mentioned earlier, the previous page, about Posach Rabbi Shimon, the chapter that was a Rosh Hashanah shir that Rabbi Nizal gave, an incredible shir. Mevoyer there, Rabbi Nizal explains, Shalidei Bechina Shivim Shona, Shehem Bechina Shivim Ponim, Alidei Zeh Nase His Oyorus Hashena. Rabbi Nizal explains there, that when a person lives 70 years properly, then during each one of those 70 years, they're connecting to one of the 70 faces of the Torah, 70 interpretations of the Torah. And through this, a person is awakened from their sleep, their spiritual sleep. And when a person is taken out of sleep, through that a person is to yira. I and Shom take a look over there in chapter 60 in Likud Iran, where Rabbi Nezal expounds on this. V'zehu remez mipnei seva tokum. And this is, a, this is being hinted to in this pasuk. Ki kisheroye pnei seva ben shivim shana b'china shivim ponim. When a Jew sees an elderly person, a person who's at least 70 years old, a person who has tapped into these 70 lights of the Torah, the person has to be awakened. The person has to get up. Like getting up from sleep. When are you going to get up from your sleep? The term get up. Get up is used to refer to waking up from sleep. So when it says, Mipnei Seva Tokum, when you will see Seva Tokum, that should wake you up. And you will beautify the face of an elder. Because this is what the term beauty of the face refers to. That's this concept of the 70 years, the 70 faces of the Torah. That's this beauty of the face. As Rabbi Nezal explains over there, 
Now we understand why the Pasuk concludes, and you will have fear of Hashem, because, again, the train of thought, Rav Nelson Zal is showing us the parallel between the different steps in that chapter on Ikut Imran and how it parallels exactly the different steps in the Pasuk. That by a person being Zoyche <coughs> to, to these Shivim Shana, this Shivim Ponim Shaltoira, and, and by a person showing respect to an elder, through this a person is Zoyche to be awakened from their sleep. <coughs> We know that Rosh Hashanah is called, is the day of fear, the day of awe, <coughs> Yomim Neiroim. And on Rosh Hashanah, the main mitzvah is the blowing of the shofar. And it's brought, the sounding of the shofar is Uru Yeshenem Mishnaschem. Wake up! <coughs> Wake up, you people who are asleep. So we see that this concept of waking up from sleep is a concept of Yira Dikdusha, this this proper year of fear and respect. Interesting, I just saw recently the Orachaim HaKodesh, when he speaks about Kabbalah Sator in Parshas Yisroi, <coughs> he quotes a Pasuk there, where the Pasuk says that there's two Pesukim. The Pasuk 1 begins with the words, Bachodesh HaShlishi, on the third month, Be'echad Lachodesh, on the first day, Bo Midbar Sinai, the Jews arrived in Midbar Sinai. The next Pasuk says, Vayisu Me'Refidim, they left Refidim, Vayavoyu Midbar Sinai, and they arrived in Midbar Sinai. You just told me in the previous line that they arrived in Midbar Sinai. What are you telling me again? Why are you telling me going back to say they left there and they came here? And then it says, Vayichan Sham Yisrael Neged so the Orachim HaKadosh says that obviously this second Pasuk is no longer talking about their travel, but rather it's coming to teach us the basic introduction to Kabbalah Satoira. That in order for a Jew to be Zerchet, to connect to the Torah, to receive the Torah, there are three prerequisites. Number one, Vayisu Me'Refidim, to leave Refidim. The Gemara says the word Refidim is Rafu Yodam. Their hands were weak. Rifyon Yodayim means weakness, laziness. And the Orachim HaKadosh says step one of Kabbalah Satoira is no laziness. Get up. Get out of your sleep. Get up early. This concept of running away from Atzlus. He says Atzlus laziness is poison. It's like a, a, a deadly poison. Step two is Vayavoyu Midbar Sinai. The Midbar, the desert, is the symbol of humility. The, the Gemara says that a person should make themselves like a Midbar Lodush. A person should make themselves like the sand of the desert which everyone steps on. So the second prerequisite to Kabbalah Satoira is humility. And then it says Vayichan Sham Yisrael Neged the, the Jews rested there opposite the mountain. It says, Vayichan, singular. <clears throat> Vayichan, Yisrael. It's talking about the Jewish nation, and it refers to them as singular. And he says, from here we see that the real Kabbalah Satoira requires people joining together. The Gemara warns, <clears throat> Yiddishkeit cannot be practiced alone. You can't, loy toiv hayoy sodom levado. It's not good for a person to be alone. Learning Torah with chavrusa, with a friend, or with a group of people. <coughs> and the group has to be united. Vayichan is singular. Dorachayim HaKadosh writes, these are the three prerequisites for Kabbalah Satoira. So again, number one, the first one, he says, to, to, to get away from refidim, to get away from laziness. And he says, we find whenever it speaks about Torah, it, it uses terms of choizek, oimetz, strong. The, the Shulchan Aruch, the opening words of the Shulchan Aruch are, yizgaber ko'ari lamoy baboiker. Be strong as a lion in getting up in the morning. Meaning that Yiddishkeit is for lions. I'm not a lion. Yes, you are a lion. Person doesn't know that every Jew is a lion. Every Jew has that gvura inside. We have that ability. Sometimes it's asleep. We have to has to be woken up. And the tzaddikim are the ones. Their words are the words that that wake us, take us out of this spiritual sleep.
Baruch Hashem. Any questions? Wishing everybody a wonderful day. Tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem, we get into the second halacha on this topic, Mitzvah Shem. We should be zorichah that Hashem, the tzaddikim, should be able to reach up to these highest places of the Rachmem Gedolim and bring about the final, complete Geula Shlema. Amen. Amen.